0: Hold that please Level 5 Thank you Ah you must be one of our new interns Yeah hi Nice to meet you Hi Now the most important thing to know Is to Ertz in the bypassal Rise plug sale The most important thing is what? Sorry The single most important thing Is to Ertz in the Channelized Bingbingus At the bypassal Rise plug sale And you'll be fine Err uh, yeah That sounds important Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn
1: community to help you get through those tricky conversations.
0: Making work make sense?
1: LinkedIn knows how.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: Welcome to the following on podcast at the home of cricket lords. I'm Sam Ellard and today I'm with the
2: Double Ashes winner, Steve Harmison. Harmy, how are you, my friend? I'm very very well now, Samuel. I'm very well now. What an absolute brilliant result it was for England. Huge for the team, Brendan and um, Ben Stokes. But if anybody had any hang-ups, whether Joe Root is the greatest, we talked about whether the captaincy was weighing heavily on his runs, didn't happen last year because he scored seventeen hundred and did the, the captaincy off burden off his shoulder. Was it going to be mm. uh, anything in his game? No, not one bit. He's gone on and done exactly what he has done, and mm. years gone by. He's put all, everything to one side. When he goes out in the middle, he concentrates on Joe Root batting because he knows for a fact if Joe Root bats to the best of his ability, England have got a chance to win, and they did, which was brilliant. But mm. he is the greatest.
1: Yeah, more on Joe Root very shortly. We'll also hear from Ben
2: Stokes, but I can't
1: believe I'm about to say this. England have won a test match. Brendan McCullum is a genius. Long tail, overcast conditions. The new ball, forget about it. England cruised to victory on day four, beating New Zealand by five wickets. Largely thanks, as you mentioned there, Harmi, to Joe Root is 26th. Test match 100 down in the process Passing 10,000 runs Unbeaten on 115 Ben Fokes also played very well Finishing 32 not out And that means in Brendan McCollum's First test match as England head coach We are off to winning ways. it's going to be super nice To look back on an England test victory On the following on podcast
0: now Hold that please, level 5, thank you
3: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium
2: wireless, able to get 30 30 to get 30, able to get 20 20 20, to get 20 20, to get 15 15 15 15 just
3: 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
0: slash $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit
0: jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Story of the day. Sahami, we came in to day four. It was very, very gloomy, very, very overcast. Thankfully, there was no rain and people were thinking the new bulls not too far away. We got four bowlers, genuine bowlers in the team, but really in the end, that was a procession,
2: wasn't it? That was easy as you like on day four. It was, it was, that's the, the surprise about what happened on day four, that nothing really happened other than Joe get to a hundred, 10,000 runs. And you know, we win quite comfortably in the end. I think we mentioned, I talked to John about it last night. It was, Oh, so sorry, it actually wasn't last night. It was two nights ago. And it was like, what England are going to have be set and how will England go? And I said, the, the, it's a new ball pitch and it's a morning session where it's at its danger. But if the new ball's not there in the morning session, you could have a chance of getting through because the mm. ball's soft. It's not doing a great deal when it's been, when it's sort of 55 overs old. And what makes it more special is Ben Stokes' is innings yesterday. If Ben Stokes is given out, or if he's out, and De Grandom doesn't step over, yeah. and all of a sudden it's a completely different game. But Ben Stokes realized that the, the, the tempo that England needed to go at was to take the new ball out of the second new ball out of the game. And because of that, he went a little bit more aggressive and people would have been in the, sitting in the stands. You, know, you were there on, on Thursday or Friday. You know, people would have been anxious in the stands going, what is he doing? We just need a bat for two days. And yeah, No, we don't need a bat for two days. You know, It's a new ball game. We've got four number 10s. So the onus was on Stokes and Root. And when Ben got out, Joe sort of wrestled the the sort of the initiative again from New Zealand. I think he was 36 off 90 balls. And then his next his next 50 balls, he had something like 55, 60 runs because he knew the second new ball is danger. So we have to win the game before then. Game management, and that's why these two, you know, in the situation were brilliant. And I think when you look back at little passages of play, whichever side lost this game will be sitting in the dressing room going, how on earth have we lost that? Because England have lost it, and you go, "Well, how can England have lost it when you know they had them? You know, had them fourteen for four, and had them mm-hmm. sort of fifty for five in both innings." So you look at it and you think, "Yeah, it's a good win for England. Great start." Um, and again, we're relying on the same people, same person. But Joe Joe Root will not be bothered about that. He will not be bothered about that if it's, it means he he has to win the game again. So be it. You know, the team have got to find a way of winning. That's all Brendan will have been saying. Let's find a way of stopping the rot, good draws, turn good draws into victories, and then get back and move momentum going that way. There was never going to be a draw in this game, but they found a way of winning, and it's uh, it's a great start of the summer.
1: Let's talk in a bit more detail about Joe Root. 26th Test Match 100s. Um, 10,000 runs. It's his first fourth innings ton, a stat that surprised me. Um, I think, given the circumstances, the conditions, 69 for four yesterday, quite a big target. Given everything that's happened to Joe over the past couple of months, I think it was one of his best hundreds. Um, Harmy, we talk about him being the best batsman in the world right now, England's best ever batsman, but there's a chance the way he's going that whenever he retires and stops, he could go down as the greatest batsman to ever play the game. His numbers are ridiculous, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they are. And at the minute, he, Joe will not be bothered about that. At this minute in time, Joe will be drinking a nice cold beer, knowing <laughs> him as I do, be nice cold beer, celebrate no win, right? The 10,000 runs will be nice. The victory will make more, it'll be more important. 100 individually will be nice. But the the victory will be more important, and I think you go back go, uh, go back to what Rob Key said right at the very start of his tenure and his press conference. He said he sent Joe Root a message to say, well, "If you want to keep away from yeah, the the chat, no problem. I'll sit down here you whenever you, your heads clear and whatever." And he said he rang me up and said, "How can I help England win cricket matches?" And Keysy said I was a took back by it. You know, this, this bloke went up even more. I didn't think it could go up more in my estimation. But all he wanted to do was make sure England were winning. He was trying his hardest as captain. And his runs, could he couldn't have tried any harder. His team wasn't good enough to win games. Yeah, re- that's what would be more special. You know what I mean, Sam? That's what would be more special. If you get 100 in a winning, in a winning game, it is unbelievable. If you get 100 in a losing game, no, it means nothing. That means nothing. It's a number at the end of your career. But you get 100 in a winning game and you walk off man of the match. That's that's something special. And the winning part of this year, over the 100 and the 10,000 runs, no one, Joe, as I do, will mean more to Joe Root than, than the other individual milestones because... Uh, he's a, he's a, an unbelievable team man. He's a great ambassador. And he is the greatest that we've ever. And we always get that, right? You get pundits, you get former players will come on whatever radio show, whatever TV, when somebody retires, somebody yeah, plays a good innings, it's the greatest. It is this is. You've just said it there. He hasn't had a fourth innings 100 yeah, in, a, in, a, in, a, in his test career, which is a surprise. Um, but I think this is one of the greatest innings that loads will have seen. Because of the context of the game, the way the England team were evolving coming into this game, I think they're sort of up there with one of the best hundreds that's that's being had at Lords. And I know anybody says that when you know you talk aftermath of a of a good game, but I think in years to come we'll be talking about like we did in Mumbai when we talked about Peterson's hundred, like we did at the Oval when we talked about Peterson's hundred against. Um, against Australia. I think for years to come, we'll be talking about this 100 and what it meant for the England cricket team.
1: Um, Root will obviously get the headlines. Ben Stokes too, you mentioned there, the aggressive innings. He played fourth innings. But I think we also need to, to talk about the knock that the Ben Folks played. When he came in late yesterday evening, uh, the score was 159 for five. England still needing uh, well, way over 100 runs to win. Um, I feel It's a weird one with Ben Folks because it feels like I know it's only the first test of the summer, but he needs to have a good series, doesn't he, Harmony? People already talking about if he doesn't have a good series with the bat, there's the option there to give the gloves back to Bearstow, move him down where we know he has a good record with a bat of seven, and it opens up a spot in the middle order for perhaps to Harry Brook, who's had a great summer. Josh Butler's name's been, been spoken about. But 32 from 92 balls, he played really well. We mentioned the long tail. It was vital we stuck with Joe Root. And again, he played, it, for me, a tremendous innings.
2: Absolutely, I, and nobody wants to shout Ben Fokes' name more than I do because I want. I've, I've said all the time if we're going to pick four number tens, we have to play Johnny Vesto at seven, which gives us the best chance of getting our seven best batsmen into the game. Which would be Harry Brook. Harry Brook would get more runs than than Ben Fokes. It's the same as if Oli Pope was to take up keeping, you'd get another a batsman, which would be you know of a better quality than, than what Ben Fokes has done. But Ben Fokes is just getting his team over the line. That's going to do wonders for Ben Fokes' career. He's now in for the summer. He's now in for the summer. He, you know, for me, he's now, he's now a shoe in for the summer. You know, I put people like me have got to not change their opinion, but they've got to be put back in their box to say, look, Ben Fokes is getting his team over the line. He's number one win from 17 coming into this game. Ben Foulkes is getting 32 not out on a winning course. For me, he steers in for the summer because of that reason, for the simple fact is he's found his team a, win, a way to stop the rot and to get back into winning ways. Um, so when you're looking at the group and you look at the team and you think we've not got a lot of runs lower lower order, you don't look at Ben Folks because he's, he's produced the goods. He's come up with the goods. If he nicks off and exposes a the tail, then I think we'd be shouting from the top of St. John's Wood, He's got. He, he's the one that, unfortunately, isn't going to make it. When you get your team over the line, that's going to do the individual a lot of confidence. And I'm really pleased for the lad. Yeah, you know, because I don't. I don't mean any sort of ill against Ben Folks. I don't. Don't think he's a bad cricketer. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's a fine, fine wicketkeeper. And I think he's a very competent batsman. But the way England's team makeup is, and the way England's team's lineup is, and especially with the bowlers that. The England want to pick. I was always questioning that that person at number seven had to score more runs. Ben Fox has just said, "Right, Harmison, I've just getting thirty two <laughs> not out. I've just won a game at Lords. Um, you've got to back me, and I'm going to back him now. I'm going to back him now to stay in for for at least the the New Zealand series and probably the summer now because you've got England over the line. and Good on you, Ben Fox.
1: Okay, it's an early finish here on day four. Let's now hear from two of England's uh, key performers in the match, the captain, Ben Stokes, and also man of the match, Joe Roo.
3: I think regardless of, you know, being captain or not, you know, winning games of cricket, especially for England, is is always special. Um, You know, just looking back on the way that the game sort of just ebbed and flowed, you know, we didn't take control, New Zealand didn't take control. Maybe they did at one one point when um, Mitchell and Blundell were playing. Um, but, you know, it just, I don't know what it is about Lords, England, New Zealand, there's just always drama, always very good games, um, and we're very, you know, even sides, especially in these English English conditions, um, so, but yeah, obviously finishing off, you know, with a, you know, 60 to win, five wickets down, you know, it, it sounds like we should cruise to victory, but the way this wickets played and the conditions that always seem to be in the bowlers' favour, you know, it was just, but the way that Joe and Ben went out and played this morning, you know, almost, you know, just put the nail in the coffin straight away. Um, and then even going back to last night, you know, Ruti um, taking on the responsibility of, of you know, being the busier player and Folksy dealing with that pressure of going in and playing for the last 45 minutes, you know, set us up this morning. Um, you know, Joe walks off, off obviously there with all the plaudits, but, you know, I think Folksy as well has got to take a lot of credit with the way that he handled that pressure yesterday. Um, and the way that he played this morning as well, um, you know, they just fed off each other. Um, yeah, so both of them have played a huge role in, um, you know, securing a victory for England.
1: You pride yourself in winning, and winning was all that I could think about. It's been a long time for this team; it's felt like that. Um, so it, it meant a huge amount to get over the line. Obviously, it was very special to to get to 100 and to to reach 10,000 runs. I'm not going to pretend that that's not the case, but. Nothing replicates winning games of cricket and winning test matches. Um, Such a good feeling at the end there. And one that hopefully now we can gain a lot of confidence from and we can replicate throughout the rest of the summer. Harmy, that was Ben Stokes and Joe Root speaking in the post-match media conference. Um, Ben Stokes' first match as the England captain. um, One test win in 17 going into this match. What differences did you notice about England in this test match in terms of their approach? What impressed you the most?
2: Well, having been on the field very first morning... Um,
1: well I'll done, do- by the way, I should say. I watched your uh, the clip of you <laughs> and Matt Potts. You were absolutely... I've never seen you look so smart and fresh, by the way. You don't dress like that when you come into the talk
2: sports studios, do you? No, I don't, but I lost my tie. I lost my tie. <laughs> i tell that one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm smartly dressed. Natalie Sawyer and Ali McCoy, done breakfast, giving me some stick because I'm smartly dressed. <laughs> Had my jacket... Got me tie on my inside jacket, ready to go to Lord's 611 on the inside of me, time player badge, me England players tie. And um, I left Talk Sport, put me jacket in the car, gone to the gone to Lord's, and I can't find me tie. Oh. Somebody's handed it in. Yeah, a really good man who was staying at uh, London Bridge Hotel has handed it in to Talk Sport. So you'll have to make sure you keep an eye out for that. Okay. So I had my tie ready to go. And then I've got to Lord's, managing new managing director, my best mate, Rob Key. I thought, <laughs> well, he'll have a tie for me. I got there and, you know, Keezy as usual was a tramp and he didn't have a tie either. So <laughs> I was desperate to go on the field and give Matt Potts his tie, uh, his cap in an England tie, you know, because of showing respect of what the cap meant. And then I got on the field and Owen Morgan, the England one day captain, who I'd seen earlier in the morning, who hadn't seen me, had a suit and tie on, not very smart. Nasser was saying, walks over, no tie on. Morgan's got his tie off. So I thought, well, it's a no tie here. So I was I was over the moon. That I oh, you got away with on. it, Homer. You got away with it. But it was relaxed. It was relaxed on that front. But it was relaxed in the in the huddle, round the huddle as well. Spoke to you know, the likes of Joe and Stuart Broad. Um, obviously, Ben as well. Thank me for coming on the field and Brendan to say you know, a few words and give a young man a, a great experience of making the debut, especially at the Home of Cricket and the message, the, the, the message from, from the new coach was, was very relaxed. And it was, it was, it was about individuals, um, you know, fulfilling their own skills and, you know, finding a way. And I think that was the big thing that Brendan said for, before the game that I, I, I took from that. He mentioned find a way. Do you know what? gonna found a way to win this game. It wasn't fluid. It wasn't sort of comfortable. It worked hard got in a position on a couple of occasions and have found a way to win. And that is the biggest the biggest trait you can have. You can talk to anybody in the talk sport building from that's played sport at the highest level. And the biggest thing they'll say, if anybody in the characteristic of a, of a top mm. player finds a way to win when things aren't going well. for you. And that's what England have done here. And that is the best thing that they could have. Because for 17 or 18 games, the, the, you know, they've found it tough. Found ways well, to lose you know, matches, haven't they? Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I think the key words you use there, Harmy, is relaxed. In the build up to this match, I've been at Law's, been speaking to some of the players. You know, Mikhail only had three days, didn't he, with the boys. You can't change, you know, t- too much with the players' techniques and stuff like that. But they all use the word relaxed. Yeah, the, mm. the environment seems to have changed, doesn't it, Harmony? Again, he hasn't, he can't have done, he changed the players' bat batting or anything in three days, but that's the word relaxed. And everyone just seems happy. There feels like a real genuine, positive vibe around Lords at the moment. Everyone seems to be really behind Brendan McCullum, and it's just, it's just a, real, a real vibe.
2: Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's hard to, to put into words what these kids have gone through in the last two years. It really is. A sample size of it in the Caribbean, but nothing much. We were, we were let out. We were relaxed and we were, we were let out to go. Some of the stories that you know, the, the boys were telling me about how the world was in Australia how it was in Sri Lanka and India. Look, I, and I said, it, I said it for two years, it, it was like two animals being you know, let out to entertain and, and to be fed. And the stories were telling me, yeah, I was right. They were like caged animals. Mm. You're not going to perform. You're not going to perform to your, the best of your ability, and it's going to be tough. And I think what you've seen over the course of little glimpses in the West Indies, I thought England got a bit better, um, and what you've seen over the course of this last seven days is that England have been, you know, very relaxed because everything's opening up again. You can you can get away from cricket if you wanted to. And you know, they play golf twice before the gear, before the first first day of the first test at, at the Grove and at Stoke Park. Mm. And yeah, when you can do that, you can create an environment. And when you can create an environment, you can create a togetherness. And when you've got a togetherness when things aren't going so well, you can come together for each other. And that's what happened over the course of the last three and a half days. That's what happened. And they found a way of getting themselves in a position to win the game because a couple of times we're out of the game and that's what, that's what will happen. That's not Brendan McCullum. That's not Brendan McCollum. That's life. Mm. What Brendan McCullum is going to do is what he's done to this New Zealand side to get them to the best team in the world. New Zealand were a fine, fine unit, a team that were together Yes, the pool relaxed. Yes, the player, they're different. They were multi-skilled and they were going. But there were times in this game where New Zealand kept coming back and kept coming back. And that was the environment that Brendan McCullum had set from captaincy into this team who were uh, evolving into what won the World Test Championship. And over the course of the next 12, 18, 24 months, that's what Brendan McCollum will give this time. You'll give them a relaxed atmosphere, you'll create an environment and you'll give them belief to fulfil their own skills. And at the end of the day, if they don't fulfil their own skills in that environment, well, they're not good enough to mm. play cricket in international games.
1: Um, as if the Lord's crowd, Harmi this afternoon, couldn't love Jeru anymore. Um, he, the victory, secured the victory quick enough that the fourth-day ticket holders are going to receive a full refund as well. So England yeah. win, Joe scores 100, and the England fans today are paying zero P.
2: Yeah, and that's brilliant. And I bet you... I, would, I wouldn't say he knew that. I wouldn't say he knew that. <laughs> Don't tell me that off the back of his mind, though. I bet he, no, no, I bet he, he, he wouldn't have known that. Sorry, I bet he, he, would have, he would have seen that this morning. He would have seen that this morning put out there. And, but it would, wouldn't have entered his mind until possibly... <laughs> five, 10 runs to go, knowing that we've won. And I'd be interesting, that, I'd be interesting to see if somebody asked him that question. Did you know? Did you know that? Because I, I bet he did. I bet he did. I bet he did at the end. I bet he did at the end. That he knew. We were that scoring if, quickly this morning. And might have because scores, the new ball was yeah. coming? But maybe he wants to give the fans a refund. He knew, he knew the new ball was coming. And he knew the new ball was the game. You know, if if even, even were 15, 20 runs to win... The new ball comes and he's at, he gets out first yeah. up with that new ball. This is a this is still game on. So, um, oh, it's been a great day for England. It's been a great Test match for England. It's been it's been a celebration of greatness because let's let's remember what Joe Root gives the, the the England and Wales Cricket Board as captain, mm. fine ambassador, an excellent leader, more wins than any other Test. 1700 runs in a in a year where we, we couldn't we didn't look like we were in a match in the first game without captaincy at the home of cricket he wins a game for his team that for me is greatness
1: And Harmony, just before we wrap up, um, got to mention the bowlers. It was, I mean, incredibly, England did this thing where they they picked their best bowlers to play in in the match, which was a bizarre tactic, but it worked, didn't it? Anderson and Broad, so good to see them back. Uh, In particular, Anderson on day one was great. Broad changed the game, didn't he? Third innings with those two wickets in the over, also the run out as well. But I imagine that one of your standout moments was seeing young Matt Potts make his debut, take seven wickets
2: in the match and look really good. Yeah, it was December 68 in the match. He bowled fantastic. He bowled brilliantly. I thought he handled the occasion very, very well. Um, very proud Northeaster who works hard. Uh, and, he, and he did. He looked as though he fit in nicely. Celebrations were were not over the top. There were... They were. I just thought he had a really, really good three and a half days. And it'd be interesting to see if they play him in, at Trent Bridge because sometimes when you when you have a, a week like Matt has, and then you go, you're looking at three back-to-back test matches. Sometimes you might have to look after the mindset and not oh, your yeah, overkill. Um, so that, that he would be, but I would imagine Matt strong lad. Matthew is a strong lad, strong mind will want to get out there. And I took him back out there again. And if there's any sort of times of fatigue, any sort of slowing down, then you look after him headley But it, it, with adversity with the bowling unit and how many people have been out come whoever England pick, if you bowl with and anderson you've got a chance to succeed because you're coming into the game with total control every time. I've said this to Joe Root before the West Indies, before the very first test on the field in in St. Lucia. I saw you in Antigua. And I said, the biggest problem you're going to have is every time you go on the field when you've got and anderson for an hour, they give you control. And then you're in control of the second hour. And in the winter we didn't have that. We're Overton and Wilkes didn't have that. Now we've got it back. Broad, and Anderson, gear control. You might not get wickets, but the ball goes nowhere. Pressure's on the batsman for the second hour. And if you've got wicket takers in your team with Potts and Parkinson, then you can, as a captain, you can dictate to what happens in the next hour, hour and fifteen, hour and twenty, if you play a long session. And that's what Broad, and Anderson give. And that's what they did. And I thought the whole ball, in the unit, ball brilliantly. But, and there is a but here, when it comes to selection for the next test match, I don't think England can play four number 10s in every test match this summer and expect to win each series. Because I think the bat and are still there and they might need somebody to bat at number eight who is a competent batsman. And whether England go into the next test match at Trent Bridge without the spinner and go in with four out-and-out seamers and Ben Bowl if he has to, and might have to look at Craig Overton playing instead of the spinner. I wouldn't do that. I would like to see Parkinson play. That means a broad's vulnerable, but the way broad and Anderson bowled, definitely not. And I, I ain't going into Trent Bridge without Stuart Broad. So if you do want to play Overton, you probably have to play four out-and-out seamers and Ben Bowles if he has to. Well, that
1: second test gets going on Friday. England go one into that game, one nil up.
2: Um, Nice talking to you. and It's nice talking about England winning a match, isn't it? Brilliant talking about England winning a match. And that's what we want. We just want England to win. There's no, honestly, this has been a great week for me, right? I've been, I've had tears in my eyes quite a few times this week. Seeing a young Ben Stokes being given the England captaincy. Seeing young Ben Stokes that I seen and knew from playing as a as a young boy at Durham, lead England out for the first time. Respect that he showed having Graham Thorpe's number on the back. Just that was class. Shows wasn't it? what this shows what this cricket team is. Yeah. The one thing I will say: one win from seventeen, we had we had ambassadors to be proud of this England cricket team. Whether you look at the rugby side, you look at the football side, you look at the tiddlywink Wink side. One thing I will say is the England cricket team, from an ambassadorial point of view, are first class. Um, and that's why I was proud to be on the field. You know, I was I was probably more nervous giving Matt Potts his cap than I was actually receiving it and going out and playing. And then to see uh, Joe Roots, who I first seen, what, 18 year old, 19 year old, when a, a, an old, great, fat, returned Steve Armstrong went <laughs> to play for York yeah, all them years ago and to see the uh, Root get a hundred in a match within here at Lord's it's been a fantastic week and I've loved every single minute of it and hopefully it's just a start for this summer and this is if your week couldn't
1: end on a better note you're now recording the podcast for me I imagine <laughs> exactly. it, I'm, is there tears I'm, in your I'm, eyes now
2: doing this with me The tears Jesus. in my eyes there's tears in my eyes now just having looking at your rugby face, but it's a podcast, so everybody every, uh, everybody, hasn't got that. They've just got to hear your great voice. They haven't got to look at your rugby book.
1: Face The radio, right? Big cliche, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. We, we have, have the face the radio. I'm going to let you go because it's Sunday afternoon. You've got a shirt on, so I know you're desperate <laughs> to get down the pub, aren't you? All I'm saying <laughs> is I know you're on TalkSport Breakfast Monday morning at 7.30. Be awake, be alive, and
2: do not have a hangover. Well, that's what your job is, to look after me and get me out of bed at 25 past 7 tomorrow morning. I'm going to call you at 7.25, Harvey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jared
1: Kimber, do you want to come in, Jared, very quickly? We've got Jared Kimber here. In 10 seconds, Jared, how would you sum up a, a relatively easy victory for England in the end? Do you know what? I cannot believe that
3: you get paid to do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> we said Jared.
2: about Jared as well
1: <laughs> Jared Kimber, Steve Harmison, thank you very much for your time great day at Laws on day four England win by five wickets they go one nil up second test match starts Friday at Trent Bridge Steve Harmison, thank you very much you've been listening to the following on podcast